Hey there! Are you tired of waiting for the next episode of It's Probably Not Aliens? Well, we've got some good news for you. On Nebula, our streaming service, you can get access to all our episodes a week early. That's right, you'll never have to wait again to hear Scott and I debunk the latest ancient astronaut theory or get a movie fact wrong. But that's not all. Nebula is home to dozens of content creators we know you like, so you can find all your favorites in one place. Plus, we post content on there that you won't find anywhere else. And the best part? By signing up for Nebula at nebula.tv slash probablynotaliens, you're directly supporting the show and both of us. So don't wait any longer. Join Nebula today and listen to the next episode right after this one. Have you seen signs? Is... I did see signs. I cannot tell you, except for the fact that there's the real like um, cheapo ending of water being the thing that kills them on a planet that's mostly yeah. water. But uh, and that like it has Mel Gibson and it has people wearing tinfoil hats. But besides that, I cannot tell you like a single plot you, point of that. You movie. hit on basically all of it. I think. I think that movie had crop circles in it. Yeah, yeah. It was, farmers, in the, right? it was in like the movie, right? Like it was like the movie's title. I or think something that like was that. one of the G. signs. Was that the sign? Was that what the sign was? Well, um, we all know now that I famously cannot be trusted when it comes to movie trivia. <laughs> I've seen like twelve movies, I guess, in my life, and I <laughs> don't know the names of anybody because I just take like I just take like associations like of like yeah, actor who was popular in the past, and then I just like make them the same person or director uh-huh. who makes the body horror movies. <laughs> if you are not following this saga on our Twitter page. At, uh, at Probs Not Aliens, almost every time Tristan mentions a movie, he gets some detail about it wrong. And not just like a plot detail, because that's fine. You don't remember everything. Like, I, you gotta, you got obviously you've got the whole John Carpenter versus David Cronenberg. Cronenberg for The Thing. That was a big one. We've addressed that one before. And now people are, I'm gonna, this is, I'm gonna come to your defense here, Tristan. People are being mean, I think. People are being, people are picking on you because you said Kevin that Bacon. Kevin Bacon yeah. was the star of Stargate the movie now the reason I didn't correct you on that one is because I've never seen Stargate so far as for all I know you were right and you were telling me the truth and people don't people if you get a little movie trivia wrong people do not like it apparently this is a really good learning moment for all people who do research and I will tell you this because I think that this is exactly what it is and uh, I think that Scott you've probably had this same thing happen to you at some point in your career which mm-hmm. is the things that you need to reach research and verify the most are the things that you think you already know yes um, because the thing that you think you already know that you just add in without verifying it that's going to be the thing that's wrong that 100%. is almost always 
is the case. A hundred percent. And all of these are just me. All of these like movie things were just me off the cuff talking about movies, a thing that I don't know anything about because I yeah. don't watch movies. And, it, and it's not even the point of this podcast, is it? Right. <laughs> we're no. not a movie podcast. We're not a movie trivia podcast. We are. Uh, what are we? What is this show? Oh, yeah. Um, hi. Welcome. This is a podcast, apparently. Uh, welcome to It's Probably Not Aliens, a podcast where we look at pseudo history, pseudo archaeology and um, incorrect movie facts, and we bring it all to yeah. you in uh, fun, entertaining, and extremely distracted process because we did the cardinal sin of having two hosts with ADHD. <laughs> we sure did. And uh, oh, one of those hosts is myself. Hi, I'm Scott Nicewander. I know nothing. I am here to learn. I'm here to listen to Tristan's words. I'm here to not correct him at all when he gets a movie fact wrong because I don't watch movies either. The only movie I watch is... Uh, Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I should have said someone else. I should have made up of... That's the one where he gets pregnant with Danny DeVito, right? That's the one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got it. You got it. What do you do? Who are you? Who The person that I'm talking to? My name is Tristan Johnson, knower of movie trivia, um, but I'm the person whomst does the rabbit holes into strange parts of ufology Mm. and ancient aliens and uh, all sorts of fun places to bring it to you like a cat brings yeah. a gift so you could be horrified at what i dig up yeah you take you take one of the, the the color pill that takes you further down the rabbit hole just like that movie john wick and with that in mind uh what are we diving into today so this one is probably going to be one of the classics this is one that showed up in an episode of ancient aliens um but also it is a staple of ufo stuff and this is very fun because it's a thing that has been already like pretty much verified to not be aliens like we'll get into that Mm. but but it's one that ancient aliens is still using decades after it's been debunked uh and that's crop circles we're doing it we're doing crop circles this is so classic this isn't even you know and sometimes we we, a lot of the times on the show we talk about ancient uh aliens stuff and this doesn't even feel that ancient i feel like crop circles were a thing even just with me growing up you know yeah i mean they had their heyday in the 70s and i wrote my history master's thesis about the 9-11 memorial so it's far enough back that i think we can do it we can call it history yeah why not it's history i mean we're we're as we've discussed before many times on this podcast you and i are both very young and hip and Mm -hmm. youthful uh tiktok sensations so everything's history to us because we're young yeah we're cool because everybody wants to be a tiktok uh and we are we are tiktoks we we Um, are them and uh everyone's copying us all the dances that we make (laughs) yeah yeah i'm the one who made the oh no song um that's a good one that was popular like two years ago now that's a pretty good one though i like that one (laughs) yeah um but yeah we're gonna talk about the claim that aliens have been coming across the trillions or billions of light years 
uh, and you know, visiting um, what are the few other intelligent lives in the universe, and then using their incredible power to mm-hmm. uh, do some guerrilla art in some people's crop fields. I like they're making a statement. It's and I mean, and this always and this this goes back to even a couple episodes ago when we were talking about cattle mutilation. How aliens really do love picking on farmers, huh? They really love messing with farmers a whole lot. It's true. It's true. So for those who don't know, because this is a part of UFO lore that was big in the 90s when, you know, we were kids. But today is actually kind of been marginalized because it's been pretty thoroughly debunked. Um, but um, but but it is a it is almost like a relic of the UFO uh, uh, movement. A crop circle was basically a pattern that showed up overnight in people's uh, crop fields, like done by evil extraterrestrial elves to a shoemaker. Um, and the term was first coined in the early 1980s by a person we're going to talk about kind of near the end, who is the last person holding a torch for the thing. OK, is it a person whose name I can predict or is it a new person? It is not somebody. It's a new person. We got oh, a new, okay, new character to the rogues I was gonna say We just had a couple episodes about a certain guy. Yeah, I'm going to that guy. Give that, guy a break. Um, Give that guy a break. I feel like I, I grew up hearing so much about crop circles. I feel like they were definitely a thing that spooked me as a kid. This idea that if you if you zoom out a bit or look from a helicopter onto like a cornfield or something, you would see these weird symbols in like, you know, almost not carved out, but like, you know, the, the crops would be smushed down on the ground and in weird, intricate patterns. And to be completely honest with you, you say that all this has been debunked. I really don't know. I, I this is all new to me. So like, I'm not saying I don't believe it. I'm saying I don't remember hearing anything about what it's how it's been debunked. So I'm genuinely like. I'm interested. I want I want to learn today. Here's what's going to get wild. It was kind of debunked before you were born, I think. Oh, um, well, I am young, as as we've said before. Yes. So that doesn't surprise. Most things have happened before. Actually, you know what? Most, most things, things happened before most everybody was born. Yeah. <laughs> most things have happened before I was born. That's true. There you go. There's another there's another like piece of that's that's another one for the T-shirt. Most things happened before I was born. That don't blame me. Most things true. happened before I was born. And don't worry, because most things will happen after I'm dead, too. That is there's true. That's the back. Anyway, we got. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's get going. So, so there's a history of this is interesting. So there's the short crop circle phenomenon, and then there's the long crop circle phenomenon, which is that oh. once the crop circle moment happened, which happened in basically the UK in the 1970s and 80s, mm-hmm. um, there's been an attempt to try and take other sorts of phenomenon and associate them as part of crop circle lore. So that's why I call I titled this section an alleged history. Oh, I see. I see. Um, so the earliest claim for there to be a, um, a a crop circle comes from a news pamphlet from 1678 that references somebody called the mowing devil. Uh, mowing as in mowing grass. Oh, um, yeah. OK. Just a little just a little devil out there. Cutting yeah. lawn. The other title um, is Strange News Out of Hertfordshire. Hmm. Um, so it's claimed to be this is this this uh, account is claimed to be the first uh, depiction of a crop circle. Somebody went in the night and was secretly cutting people's lawns in Somebody interesting shapes or yeah. something. 
Hmm. Yeah, well, it was the 1600s, so they blamed the devil, obviously. That um, makes sense. Yeah, but the thing is, while that does feel like it could be like, oh, that sounds like a crop circle history, historical version, um, they were cut, not pressed. And not what's important is to be a proper crop circle, the crops yeah. have to be pressed down. Um, exactly. Even I know this about them. Yeah, they're like smooshed. They're smooshed down, not cut. That's not how, that's a totally different thing. Yep. Um, the other example that we have is in 1686. There's also the interesting case of a guy by the name of Robert Plot, who tries to describe something that is part of sort of European folklore. And mm. then some people in like, you know, in these circles sort of uh, try to associate with crop circles. And that are things called fairy rings. Have you ever heard of these? I don't think so. No, fairy rings. Yeah. yeah. So what they are is they're basically like, imagine uh, uh, mushrooms growing in a circle. Oh. So mushrooms growing in almost this like perfect circle and trying to find out what they are. They have a long history of being associated with like ominous things, but also with good yeah. luck. And like, it's just a big part of European they feel, folklore. They feel sort of mystical, magical in a way. I yeah. get that. But what they actually are is just a naturally occurring ring of mushrooms that causes the my, that's caused by the mycelium, which are sort of like the, I, I'm not going to say roots because funguses are kind of closer to us than they are to plants. But um, gotcha. they have these tendrils okay. that they use for um, absorbing nutrients. There's all sorts of cool stuff you can talk about with mycelia because mycelia are like, there's like this whole thing about how fungal mycelia almost act as the like nervous system for like entire forests. But oh, wow. uh, I don't want to, I don't want to delve too much, but yeah, like, like they pass like information nutrients from like plants of different species to each other it's Man, wild i learned so much on this podcast <laughs> way more than i thought i would and the thing is that as they break down uh different types of enzymes that are in the soil mm -hmm. um what happens is that they're absorbed and what happens is that as these like these mushrooms start to grow they spread their spores and then they die and then the mycelia spread out and they make more mushrooms and then those uh in the center die because um they've kind of used up all oh. of the nutrients because like they're not they're not uh they don't use photosynthesis right they don't get a uh, thing from the sun they they break right. down organic material they they're decomposers as they're called yeah so what happens is if like mushrooms sort of spread out on like one like object then they'll find like you know another line of things and they'll kind of spread out and grow there but then it's like a ripple yeah. yeah but then the center they'll run out of nutrients eventually and then they'll die and it's so like the ring kind of like spreads out like that yeah it ripples outward and then suddenly all you have is whatever that outer ring is and it looks like it was just some sort of weird mystical magical ring of mushrooms that's mm -hmm. really interesting yep and depending upon what part of europe you are in a fairy ring can be a associated with witches, the devil, or with good luck, depending upon... I'm in America, so... Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think you can still find fairy rings. Um, i trying to think. Where, uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm going to... I don't want to pull another carpenter situation here. Um, Look, but <laughs> getting this stuff right is way more important than getting movies right. Mo get movie trivia? That's for nerds. Yeah, if you look in like any like forest or like a grassland, you can find them. They're pretty they're they're cool. They're they're it's cool to see like a little ring of mushrooms in like a circle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then they're either good or bad depending on what immediately happens to you afterwards. Exactly. And so what happened was is that this naturalist was studying fairy rings and trying to explain what was going on. Mm -hmm. And he proposed a solution that it had to do with uh, airflow from the sky. Huh. 
which um, is to some people an explanation for crop circles. We'll get to that in a second. And so that that also gets lobbed into the study of crop circles. Uh, and also a meteorologist in 1991 by the name of Terence Meaden um, also tried to link uh, modern crop circles with this fairy ring report. And uh, from what I can figure out is that those those links are pretty bad. And um, the person who did it, whose name, yeah, Terence Meaden, has been compared to the cl- uh, his claims have been compared with the claims of one Eric Von Dittich. Oh, no, we were going to give <laughs> him a break. A, I know, I know that, that, that I just get that's just the only one. We just get one. That's the Eric. one. We get one. We get one von Daniken per episode. Yeah, we have to like we have to like ration it out. Exactly. Another case from the past is we have this 1880 letter to the editor of Nature, which is like the science journal by an amateur scientist by the name of John Rand Capron and describes that several circles of flattened crops uh, appeared in a field formed under suspicious circumstances and possibly caused by, quote, cyclonic wind action. Okay. all right. And you were saying this is this airflow sort of thing is like could be could be a legitimate thing or at least some people believe it is is this the some people well this is just like um again this is just another isolated case that happened once in 1880 um that could be a crop circle depending upon like if you take all these things together and read them all together it seems pretty convincing yeah this is something that i talked about in my episode with kevin about earthquake lights where as people started going back in time and trying or like going through the history books trying to find the examples of earthquake lights and when you're trying specifically to find something then you will bend ever you'll bend all of history and all of all of these sort of accounts to be like yes i found it this is exactly what i'm talking about yeah and this comes up a lot like like kind of weird weather phenomenon that aren't verified like another one that uh, you're probably familiar with is ball lightning um this yeah. theory that there's like slow moving balls of lightning that that can occur naturally but no one's been able to recreate it in a laboratory or anything like that mm. it's like that's just like as an example i could do that um another Another case we got here is that in 1830, or sorry, in 1932, an archaeologist by the name of E.C. Kerwin absorbed, uh, observed, absorbed four dark rings in a field. He sure did. In a place huh? called Staunton Down near um, Ch- Chichester. I'm just going to go with Chichester. Sure. I, I haven't pissed off the British yet, so we can go with that. Um, Chichester. Sheesh, sure. Yeah, it's a Chichester sauce. Um, <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's, it, it, it sounds like uh, Chichester, but it's spelled like uh, Chichestershire. That's right. Uh, um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, the description of these rings were uh, a circle in which the barley was, quote, lodged or beaten down while the interior area was slightly mounded up. But again, just like an isolated thing. Yes. Yeah. And we'll, we'll we'll get to it in a minute. But um, the, when you figure out what's causing these, it will not be super surprising that this might have happened in multiple times. Another case in 1936, uh, a guy named Pat Moore also found a crater in a potato field in Wiltshire. Wiltshire. That- yeah, uh, that was considered to be a, you know, like like a like a meteor strike or something like that. Patrick Moore was an amateur astronomer who also had uh, was a writer, researcher, a radio commentator and a television presenter. So him finding like a, you know, meteor crater on his uh, property sort of got it attention because he was already kind of like, you know, he's a content creator. Yeah. 
he was the guy who could get it attention. Precisely. Yeah. Again, um, there also there's the thought that these could have been air circulation or air currents because there were like other sorts of like areas, like a kind of like a like like there was a main area, like a main crater, and then there were other sort of elliptical flattened areas that he thought might be like some sort of wind pattern that like created a, a pattern in the in the grass. Were they like rippling out from the initial hit, or were they like other circles, sort of? A little bit of what it's been described as spiral flattening, which I think might describe how they were created in circles. So I'm guessing that it's okay. circular, but I'm not I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I don't I couldn't find a picture of this. Okay. But then uh things really started taking off in the 1960s because there were reports of UFO sightings and uh formations appearing above in swamp reeds and in sugarcane fields. Apparently the aliens like to part uh, when they were doing crop circles, particularly like to troll Canadians and Australians. Uh-huh. Three crop circles showed up up on the 8th of August in 1967 in a place called uh, Duhamel, Alberta. And it was um, big enough that um, we sent in the army to investigate. Oh, okay. Uh, the investigators did say that these were artificial, but could not explain uh, who made them or how they made them. Intra- a mysterious artificial creation. An art project. Much like those little weird pillars that happened a couple of uh, yeah. <laughs> years back. But probably the most famous case of crop circles happened in 1966, which was called the Tully Saucer Nest, uh, in which a farmer in Australia witnessed a saucer-shaped craft uh, from a swamp and then flew away. Boy, things are really picking up in the 60s, huh? Yeah, when when people started getting obsessed with UFOs, it's really interesting how those two mm. are uh, <laughs> happened at the same true. time. Yeah, and so when he looked at the site, he found a 32-foot-long by 25-foot-wide area where the grass had been flattened in clockwise curves. That's also important for like kind of talking about crop circle lores that they're they're flattened in circles, mm-hmm. and that the reeds um, had been uprooted from the mud. Uh, a local police officer uh, checked it out as well as the Royal Australian Air Force Whoa. and the University of Queensland. Whoa. And they all concluded that this was probably done by natural causes like a downdraft or a dust devil or a water spout. And I had to learn the best fact ever, which is that a dust devil in Australia is called a willy willy. No, it is not. <laughs> I love Australia. <laughs> Uh, for for like for like a solid five minutes as I was researching this, I was like, "Can we get Dale back for just confirming whether or not a dust devil is called a willy willy?" Dale, if you're <laughs> listening to this, and there's a good chance you're not, but if you are, can you confirm that a dust devil is called a willy willy? I I need to know this, and I can't trust the internet because that seems like a thing that 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 seems like a fake fact that someone on Reddit would make up just to spread lies around the internet. But it also sounds like something an Australian would call something. (laughs) also sounds like something an Australian would call something. So I'm conflicted and I need I need an expert. And there's only one Australian who is an expert on things Australian. And that's Dale. And no one who we also uh, we could try and tap in. We can set up the bat signal for see if we can find Alan Dash. Get Alan Dash on here. (laughs) Yeah, Alan Dash is on the case. Get Alan Dash. Do we have him on the phone? Can we call him real quick? I somehow I I, I just imagine he I don't know if he's alive. We don't know anything about him. We don't know anything about the picture we have is not even one that we don't. We don't even know if it is. We're not sure. We just hope that he's a good boy and that he's alive and happy and doing doing the Lord's work. Yeah, and hope that he didn't get caught in a willy-willy or something. (laughs) 
Um, Fingers crossed. Um, so yeah, they, 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 that, that's what the um, Australian, so the, uh, the Canadian military uh, checked it out and said, ah, this is artificial, but we don't know how or why. And uh-huh. the Australians were like, that's just a willy willy. Don't worry about it. Don't be a silly Billy. It's just a willy willy. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, and so like there are others. There's there are other. These are the two big reports. But there are a lot of other like kind of smaller reports happening in Australia, in Canada, of these kind of like simple circles that very well could have been caused by whirlwinds. Okay, so just just very natural sort of causes it seems. Mm-hmm. But what's really the big one is that case in Wiltshire in the UK, where the 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 sort of crop circle discovered there led to an interest in specifically ufologists showing up and looking at rumors of the of it but um all of the reports that were found in that were uh, were never photographed weirdly hmm. enough well there was i feel like there was really only one camera in the 60s and they were it was lent They're out taking to the abbey road picture <laughs> I was going to say it was lent out to Zapruder, but uh, <laughs> yours is less grim than mine. Jeez. Hey, well, that, that, that was 63. I don't even know when Abbey Road came out. I imagine it's going to be like, oh, it was 62 or whatever. It doesn't um, but, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, that's the reason you couldn't find a photo of that one crop circle from 1963. Zapruder had it. Yeah. Um, but the vast majority of crop circle reports happened after the late 70s because after the Wiltshire case, crop circles started showing up all over the English countryside. In the late 80s, media showed up to start reporting on it. And since the late, since the, the 70s, there have been approximately 10,000 reported crop circles uh, around the world. They've been seen as far as the Soviet, uh, former Soviet Union, the UK, Japan, America, and Canada. All over the place. Although note those countries, note anything that might be interesting about those countries. But uh, and yeah, since the 21st century, crop circles still show up. They're getting they're moving on from circles and becoming bigger and more complex some featuring as many as 2,000 shapes and Whoa. some of them even having extremely complex like fractal designs on them and okay. being like uh, like scientific and all that kind of stuff. So it's like hard to write off like a willy willy couldn't do all of these. Um, no. no, not one. <laughs> Certainly not one willy willy. You have no. to have at least 10,000 of them. So what's going on? What is causing all of these circles to show up? Is this finally the smoking willy willy that we've been looking for? <laughs> well, that's what I want to know. <laughs> No, I want to find, I mean, as I said, I've been hearing about crop circles since I was a kid and I still don't know what the actual explanation is. I want to learn, Tristan, tell me. It's killing me not to know. I will tell you. I will give you your answer that you seek. Thank you. But first, we must, uh, we must pause and give thanks for product or service. Our alien overlords. And by aliens, we mean brands. We'll be right back. Mm, that's good product. That was delicious and or helpful. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two kinds of products that there are. <sighs> so what were we talking about? We we're talking about crops with shapes in them. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like a like a pumpkin during Halloween. Exactly. Might have might be a crop with a shape. Yeah, in a, a crop a lantern. Um, yeah. So what is causing all of these crop circles to show up? Uh, I, I looked into a bunch of different explanations and we'll kind of go about them one by one. But of course, we need to start with the one that is, you know, titular to this podcast. And that is, is it aliens? 
<laughs> you moved your mic so much closer to just to say that. I love it. Is it alien? I mean, that's literally the only thing that that people have been telling me my entire my entire life, which I will remind you is a very short life so far because I'm very young and virile. Yeah. So media started paying attention to crop circles in the 1980s. And ever since then, uh, people have been speculating that this was done by some sort of like, you know, paranormal or UFO or some sort of thing which I have learned spans the gamut because it's not only like people who believe in aliens, but there are people who have speculated that they're related to ley lines. Oh, like ghost stuff. Yeah. So, well, so ley lines are apparently um, another sort of like pseudo history, pseudo archaeology thing that states that a lot of uh, various historical landmarks were built on these like straight lines that could be like, you know, lined up with each other and that somehow they were um, intentionally built on these lines so that they could demarcate energies. Yeah, of course. Energies. We all need it. We all love it. This takes me back to my childhood because my mom definitely believed in ley lines when I was a child. And we talked about how they are sort of like the the natural energy flows of the of Mother Earth and all that kind of stuff. Well, if you draw a line between the Great Pyramid and the Washington Monument, you will notice that that line is a straight line. It's true. So hard to coincidence. Coincidence. Or is it ley lines? It's probably not Ley Lines. Uh, It's our new podcast project. Um, (laughs) Probably not Ley Lines. I've always thought Ley Lines were ghost things. Are they not ghost things? They're just like Earth earth energy things? They can either be, it depends. Yeah, it's like kind of like, you know, uh, sort of like New Age spiritually, like, oh, these are like the the sort of like chakra lines of the planet and stuff like that. Okay. They can also uh, have been thought to have been guides for alien spacecraft. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, UFO and New Age stuff are pretty close together. Pretty close. But, of course, archaeologists and scientists have pointed out that um, Ley Lines are uh, pseudo-archaeology and pseudo science so yeah is you know there's not a strong case for it um it's very much like hey this these things if you draw a line it makes a line mm-hmm. yep um yep. some believe that these crop circles were created by ball lightning as i was talking about earlier oh um, and that's why they are so complex because the ball lightning is making like a complex plasma pattern or something like that that is um that is like making these crop circles. That's cool. I keep thinking of Blanca from Street Fighter, but I don't know if Blanca actually shoots lightning or if he just hugs you and does. Yeah, no, this is a this is more like a Hadoken made of lightning. Oh, Hadoken. Okay. Um, ball lightning itself has it is currently an unexplained phenomenon. We have never really seen any like. There's not really a lot of like footage of it, so we can't really and we can't reproduce it in the lab, so we don't really know what it is if it is anything. Um, but basically it's like, you know, a piece, a P to, uh, to several meter sized, uh, ball of light, um, that lasts longer than a typical lightning bolt. Mm. There's a lot of different theories about what ball lightning could be. And there have been a number of reports of it over the years, but, uh, nothing like the science, the science on it is very, uh, it's very thin. Yeah. Nothing, nothing tracing back to street fighter. Yeah. The only thing that we really have are sightings basically gotcha well Um, all right then it's not something that we like don't believe in like scientists are genuinely curious about it and there might be 
something going on. But um, but as far as I know that there's basically not this is like one of those situations where there's not a whole lot of uh, evidence to really drive people's interest. And because of that, scientists haven't really like there's not really a scientist who's like really put in the work to get the grant yeah. money to investigate ball lightning. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's almost it's in a way, again, sort of like earthquake lights where it's like we don't even have a proper recorded sightings of them necessarily. We we have a lot of hearsay, but it's hard to research a thing that we don't actually know exists yet. Mm, we should put together something that's like weird weather phenomenon that are yeah. that is the kind there. Um, I've also found some other fun supernatural uh, claims. So um, we'll get into these. Um, one explanation for crop circles was that it's Gaia, i.e. Mother Earth, um, asking sure. us to stop global warming and asking us to curb the human population. Oh, okay. Because there's too many people and we're doing too much global warming. And so crop circles are a way to say, cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out with that. And they were doing that all the way back in the 1800s and things like that. I mean, I guess that's sort of when industrialization and things started taking off, right? Yeah, the 1600s thing, though. I don't know. Oh, 1600s. Um, that's a that's a bit of a I don't know about that one. Other explanations have been things like God, just, okay. just <laughs> which is um, just God did it. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people that's the thing they go to when they don't know the answer to something. But um, it's yeah, it was either the devil did it or God did it, and that's yeah. all, and that's all we need to know. Um, other supernatural beings like divas or devas. Uh, I don't know. I'm not Indian, so I don't really know which way to pronounce that is correct. Have been uh-huh. blamed for crop circles. Um, there's one fun one that that uh, crop circles are created by the collective mind of humanity through a quantum field. Oh, a unimind. I like yeah. it. Okay. And of course, aliens. Aliens. We're back to it again. And I mean, and when you say aliens, what you're really saying is E, all of the above, because a lot of ancient astronaut stuff really does say that, hey, gods and supernatural beings are also just aliens. Yeah. So the thing is that, like, I don't know. Like, I can't really make the claim that this would like, I, I don't see anything strong pointing to aliens being the cause of this. Like, sure, if there was anything that was like, oh, this is unexplainable with anything that isn't extremely strange. Like, like, yeah. like, there's no like, wow, we found this like dead alien in the field or something like that. That kind of gives uh-huh, like, a, uh-huh. well, or, I, I mean, this that's the whole premise of this show, though, to say, I don't think I found anything that makes aliens a plausible ex- uh, explanation. Like, yeah, that's the. <laughs> that seems to be this whole show, this whole podcast that we're doing. Like it, like like I, I can think of off the top of my head a few other ways that these might have shown up. Another another one that's been proposed was that this was done by magnets. Oh, I like that idea. I love magnets. Yeah. So there, in 2000, this guy named Colin Andrews did a study of crop circles. Um, he had been researching them for 17 years, but um, he kind of came to the conclusion that 80% of them are man-made, but that the remaining less elaborate ones could be explained by a three-degree shift in Earth's magnetic field. Whoa. That, <laughs> that um, it makes a current and it like electrocutes the crops, makes them turn into a circle. Um, Whoa. That... Fi- does that happen? I mean, it must not happen often. Would it happen to places? What if there was a person there? What would happen to the person inside of there when that happened? I don't know. I, I from what from you know, famously as ICP has uh, explained to us, nobody knows how magnets work. But um, that's true. But like, 
like the thing about like yeah, like the magnetic field thing, I don't like it feels like a bit of a reach. Earth's magnetic field is weird, and I definitely don't have close to the qualifications to talk about how plausible this is. But my vibe-based look at it okay. is that I don't I have a feeling that if something was going on in this kind of way where Earth's magnetic field was changing in like small ways like that, that the effect would probably not be a perfect circle. That'd be my take. Probably not. Although, I don't know. Have you ever put a magnet like in a whole bunch of like magnetic dust or whatever? It does make some pretty symmetrical patterns. All right. Well, um, if there is somebody who does know how magnets work, good luck. I don't think there is anybody. But um, yeah, no. if, if there happens to be the one person who knows how magnets work out there, then you can explain if this is plausible or not. Um, yeah. And what would happen if a person was there when that happened to the crops? And would I want to know that answer? Um, that's these are questions that I have. You turn into one of those humanoid shaped flower things from uh, from Annihilation. Uh, yeah, God, that, <laughs> they are a part of the crop. Yeah, they, they become the crop circle. They become the crop circle. That's what I, it is. It's just a person that got caught in there and then they turned into the crop circle. I don't want to digress, but man, Annihilation has like I, like that movie was like whatever, but like it was good. It was not, but like it I didn't like it, blow yeah. my it didn't blow my mind. But the movie's like aesthetic and art choices and like just like the look and stuff of everything and uh-huh. all the like cool, weird ideas have colonized my brain so much. It like shows up in my imagination yeah, everywhere. It's wild. Um, especially the bear that screams like a person that like that gives me. Yeah. I just think about that randomly sometimes. It's terrifying. Hey, yeah. watch Annihilation. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Um, it is one of the few movies I've seen. Yeah. Annihilation starring Sylvester Stallone. We all know this. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was about to say that that's a bit um that's a that Sylvester Stallone to um oh my god, what's her name? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yeah. My brain yeah. went to Liv Tyler. So you know like this is oh this what happens. My brain is not you see, but you see like how the category works? Yeah. Um, all right. So so all right. Pulling okay. us back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like much like a magnet would do, putting yeah. us back in the right place. Uh magnets jury's still out what's next well then there is the weather explanation uh ball lightning uh freak tornado uh willy willy if you will i i never will not now (laughs) yeah Many explanations, especially some of those older ones, seem to point to cyclones uh, as a possible explanation for what it could be. Okay. Um, whirlwinds. Uh, it was interesting because, uh, and then, you know, there's some weird ones like talking that one guy, that guy who was compared to he who we have blown our budget uh, who, for his name this, this yeah. session, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, said a possible weather phenomenon could be electromagneto, electromagneto, Electromagneto hydrodynamic plasma vortexes. Whoa, those are a lot of big, impressive SAT words. What does that mean? Electromagneto hydrodynamic plasma vortex. So my guess is that it's spinning plasma, which um, I don't know if anyone knows about plasma, but it's like a state of matter that is um, highly energized particles. It's like what we're trying to harness to it's what it's literally what the sun is made of. The sun is a miasma of incandescent plasma, right? Isn't that how the song goes? It is true. So um, whether this is a plasma vortex, I don't know. I'm not a Scientologist. So um, but from what I can find, there's actually no evidence that weather is responsible for uh, crop circles. Oh, well, 
any of them, really, not even a little bit. No. Uh, another possibility, and here we go. We're going back to Australia, by the way. This is another really good one. Yes. Every let's story go. of Australia is always fucking great. Let's um, go, Aussies. So in 2009, um, the attorney general for one of their states called Tasmania, which is an island off the coast oh, of Australia. It's got one of them devils on it. Um, apparently claimed that crop circles were being made in a field of opium poppies, which are grown legally for medicinal use. So what he claimed was that poppy, opium poppies, the stuff where heroin comes from. But um, but like, you know, it is grown for. We all know it. Yeah. We all love it. But it is grown for pharmaceutical reasons. But what this person claimed was that wallabies, mm-hmm. um, which are adorable. Just Google a wallaby. They're great. Wallabies had wandered into the field and started eating the opium poppies and got like like got strung out on fucking like flower (laughs) heroin um and that they started wandering in circles causing crop circles in the area they just got high and they just walked in circles uh, oh, I can. We're recording I, this on the day after 420. And I'm like, I can, you know, honestly, oh, I can, yeah. I can, I can, I can sympathize. Like yeah. a wallaby is sort of like a relative of the kangaroo, if I remember correctly. I don't know. Do you think people do opium on 420, Tristan? No, no, um, no. Uh, <laughs> I, but like, but the idea that like a bunch of wallabies just went to the field, ate a bunch of it, got really yeah. high, and just kind of wandered around in yeah. circles, carrying a cross around. <laughs> I hope they're okay. I bet they just had, I hope they just had a, a, a weird day. So here's the thing though. This isn't just like a random claim. Apparently this was like, they saw this. So oh, they wa- they witnessed it. Yeah. So this one might actually be true. And this might explain all crop circles. It's all just stone it's wallabies. all wallabies. How did it's they get there? How did they get to? wallabies all the way down. <laughs> it's wallabies all the way down. But then for, unfortunately for the world, that is not the explanation. Um, right. But it is the only case of one. It's the only case of a crop circle that I could find that is not the actual case uh, that takes up all of it, which um, is going to be the subject of the rest of this episode, which is um, that they are hoaxes. Oh, <laughs> hoaxes. But how could they make those intricate designs and what do they mean and all sorts and such? Yeah. Um, so this is this is uh, fun. So I found that the that there was a reference to crop circles in a movie in 1974 uh, by the name of Phase Four, in which they were created by super intelligent ants, which okay. apparently inspired a lot of the pranksters who started this crop circle phenomenon. But uh, there's there's a researcher by the name of Jeremy Northcote who had gone around the UK and studied and realized that they're not spread out randomly across the landscape like you would imagine if they were like UFOs. All of them have this really strange habit of being near roads or are near areas of uh, of medium hmm. to dense populations. Interesting. And also, they also happen to t- tend to be close to um, sites like Stonehenge, like kind of cultural sites. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not a coincidence. It's because they're all related. It's you the know? ley lines, right? The ley lines. You could draw a line between them and there's a line now. Yeah. So th- this weird thing about crop circles is that they always appear in areas that are easy to access. Well, they got to park their alien 
alien spaceship somewhere. And that also crop circles have a very they, they show up in certain types of cultures. Specifically, they seem to show up in developed, secularized Western countries that mm. um, that are specifically countries that are receptive to new age beliefs. I see. Yeah, when you were when you were asking me to see if I could find the connection between all the countries that you listed earlier, my only thought was, I, th- I think they're all in the northern hemisphere. Is it a weather thing? It only in the northern hemisphere? But no, I think your thing makes more sense. Yeah, because like Japan has a very big new age movement. Uh, yeah. and so crop circles are shown up there. You don't, for example, find any crop circles show up in Saudi Arabia or something like that. Sure, 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 sure. So. Uh, and and also um, because like they're part of cultural sort of hegemons that like you know all communicate with each other, so they've shown up in countries that all like yeah. would 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 have you know it would have shown up in the news or in many right. places and stuff. They're like that. connected by ley lines. We know this. Yes, by ley lines being TV. <laughs> yeah, TV, uh, airplanes that fly and, between them. Yeah, and um, and yeah, like to kind of kind of uh, build up on that. The way that they do it is pretty well defined now. Basically what you do, and this is why like, you know, the thought of like an alien needing to be present for this is is pretty rough. What you do is you... Yeah, teach me. I want to make one. Yeah, I'll tell you how to make a crop circle. Yeah, um, DIY. You take a piece of wood, like a wooden plank. Okay. Uh, and then you tie rope to either side of it. Okay. And then you walk with it and step down the grass. Step down the grass. Forward. So you All hold right. the two pieces of rope in your hand and you just, you know, push down the grass oh, with I your see. foot as you walk forward. It's like if you had a sw- like an old timey wooden swing and then you were just stepping on it with the ropes in there. Yeah. Yeah, I um, see. And also you can use things like GPS and all sorts of stuff to um, to plan these out. So it's like pretty easy. So to you t- get it perfect. So you get it at least good looking circles. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty advanced technology there with the wooden plank and the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens um, must have taught humans how to do it. And there have been cases where they brought in like a ufology researcher or like a crop circle expert to come in and be like, oh yeah, this is legitimately an alien crop circle. This is pretty cool. And it was like one that they had made like earlier that day. (laughs) So like as a test to see if these experts could tell, they brought people into very specifically man-made crop circles and they were like, Yes, this is legitimate and mm-hmm. uh, totally, totally flubbed it. And today, crop circles show like fairly common things like uh, hearts, um, arrows, um, alien faces have shown up on these. <laughs> very human traits, very human symbols, I would mm-hmm. say. Because I, I remember, sorry, not to, not to derail you, but I remember there's that gold disc that I think humanity sent out into the, the gold record that humanity like sent out. Yeah. It's on one of the Voyager uh, probes. Yeah. Yeah. And the, one of like the biggest contentions with it is they drew an arrow of its journey of like from earth to, you know, cause they want you to click on the space. thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> cause they want you to click it. There's a big red arrow. Um, no, but I remember there was like a, there's a lot of contention about it. Cause it was like, why would another species know what an arrow means like why would they know that it means you know that it's pointing at something because mm-hmm. it's a very human specific you know if, if you had like a, a hundred
hunting sort of, uh, you know, past ancestral history, then it makes sense what arrows mean. But aliens probably might not know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to become a problem because, uh, as we all know, at some point in the 23rd century, that probe becomes hyper intelligent and comes back to Earth to bond with the creator so that it can possess enough of an imagination to move to other dimensions because it has absorbed all the knowledge of this universe. And Commander Decker does that. Yeah. In the movie, Uh, The Thing. (laughs) I've seen it. Um, in in what is possibly one of the most boring movies I've ever seen that I love and will watch over and over again. What is that one? I don't think I've that seen is that, that one. is um, Star Trek the Motion Picture. Oh, wild! I th- I guess I have seen that one. That's was that the very first one? It's the very first one. Yeah, yeah. Second one was better. Con. Um. So and also, uh, hoaxers have actually been caught making circles. Uh, there was one case in the Netherlands in 2004 where they actually got like um the they they were caught making the crop circle. The crop circle got a bunch of attention and then uh, it got like like a bunch of people came out to go see it and that caused damage to the field. And so the guy, the farmer sued the hoaxers and eventually apparently they they mostly got away with it. They got a very small fine for the damage they did to the field, not the stuff that other people brought in. And I just thought it was a funny situation. <laughs> yeah, that's but, really funny. But and uh-huh. this is where it gets real good that there are people who are still holding fast that this is this is aliens uh, to the point where they have either argued that this is a conspiracy theory that the government is planting uh, evidence of hoaxes to make you, uh, 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 you know, really believe yeah, it. I believe or that. that there are things that are different between the legitimate real crop circles and um, and, 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 the, and the fake ones. Uh, the, the legitimate ones that the that the research that the experts couldn't uh, couldn't quite make out, couldn't quite uh, identify correctly. Those, those real ones. Yeah. Yeah. Or my favorite, which is that the aliens are making the crop circles by mind controlling the hoaxers and getting them to make the crop circles. Now that one, I believe. I mean, how can you disprove it? Yeah. So there's all these cases and it's like, what's going on? And there's all this like, you know, building evidence that there's a hoax. But then there's also and anybody who knows anything about crop circles knows that I've been holding this one out. There's also the fact that all of those cases that specifically happened in the English countryside um, were found out to be done because they were done by two people specifically <laughs> who came out and admitted it in 1991. Wild. <laughs> Wild. And I assume that was before you were born. I don't know, but it, I'm guessing. It was before. It g- legitimately was before I was born. Yeah, so two guys by the name of Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley started it in 1978 using the plank and rope techniques. Oh, yeah. They mastered it. Mm-hmm. They apparently, they would go to the pub on Fridays and then after they had had a few uh, bevies, they would go out and uh, and go make a crop circle. <laughs> Just as a fun a fun evening. Yeah, I mean, legit. This is this is based as hell. I think it's great. I, 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 it. I think it's very fun. I, I appreciate their trickster nature, and this is also you know this is the kind of prank where no one gets hurt, but it's incredibly uh, incredibly disruptive. The perfect prank. Um, <laughs> And uh, apparently the media circus made them very, very amused. So they just kept making them because they wanted <laughs> they wanted to keep the, 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 the hype alive. Um, but then uh, and so their plan was to do it and to just never tell anybody that they were doing this. But yeah. then but then um, they had to admit it because 
uh, Doug Bauer's wife started to get suspicious that he was having an affair because he was looking at she was looking at his car and saw that it had a whole bunch of mileage that he couldn't explain. Oh, he never even told his wife. Yeah. Wow. This is really kept under the under the radar. Exactly. And so they had to admit it. They actually made a crop circle for journalists to show how they did it. And and this is the case where they made the crop circle for the journalists and then they brought over a seriologist, which is the person who advocates for the paranormal explanation of crop circles. And they said, oh, yeah, this is a legit crop circle. They had just been studying Dave and Doug's work <laughs> for yeah. ages. So they were like, this is an authentic Bauer and Chorley. This is an authentic Bauer and Chorley crop circle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, they said that they were inspired by like the Australian crop circle accounts and um, mm-hmm. they claim to be responsible for every crop circle made before about 1987 in the UK. Uh, so that's like about 200 of them. Um, wow. But then there were. Wow. T- yeah. But then they're like that spawned other hoaxers. And so they started showing up everywhere. And so the thousands that showed up at that time were not by them. Because they were by aliens. Mm-hmm. So that the photographs basically started, uh, more people started making them after seeing them on the news. So after they admitted it, crop circle creation just increased. And now it's become an international phenomenon. And uh, now they, yeah, they show up everywhere. Um, so, and, and also they did simple stuff. And now people are doing really complicated stuff using like complicated tools like GPS to make new crop circles. Is that when like the fractal stuff started showing up afterwards? After Yes. Yeah. Because this is actually kind of sweet, which is that it's kind of turned into a kind of guerrilla art form. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah and there's been cases where crop circle making, by the way, don't like, I don't, just... Keep in mind, making a crop circle on someone else's property is trespassing. <laughs> um, yeah. Just so you know, you um, might get you might get hurt in some capacity. Uh, yeah, so it's not good. Be chill. Be um, chill about it. And there have been people who did get in trouble for their crop circledry. Like, for example, um, uh, oh boy, I'm going to say some Hungarian names now, so prepare. There was a case in 1992 where a guy, uh, two 17-year-olds by the name of Gabor Takax and Robert Dallos were basically, uh, they were basically sued because uh, because they created a crop circle um, that was about 118 feet in diameter. And they, were these the first people to ever face any sort of legal action or, about crop, around crop circles? Yes. So basically, they created it as a prank uh-huh. in the in a, near the place called. You know what? I'm not even going to be able to. Per- I can't even begin. Oh my god! I'm looking. I'm so looking at this word. I'm going to wanna... do it letter by letter. And somebody who knows Hungarian, please. So it's spelled S Z E with an accent K E S. S-F-E-H-E with an accent, R-V-A with an accent, R. <laughs> I want to give that a, I want to give that a good college try here. All right. What does the E with the accent sound like? I don't even uh, know. That's, if it's anything like French, that's like a A sound. An A? Okay. Um, Skekes Fehervar. Skekes Fehervar. Um, that sounded almost like Swedish, not, not Hungarian, but, um, I tried Hungary. Wow. So they did, they made this crop circle. It ended up on Hungarian TV. And then when it was exposed as a, uh, as a hoax, they were the first people ever to receive like legal action. Mm. Uh, the owners of the land sued them for, uh, 630,000 of whatever Hungary's money is. Uh, but that's roughly $3,000 in damage. Gotcha. Back 
then or today? Do I have to get out the inflation calculator? I again? think this might be. I, I mean, I I think so because I don't even think Hungary uses this money anymore. I think they're on the euro now. Uh, but, I don't um, want to deal with it. It's fine. But it's, uh, it, I'm sure it's a, a reasonable amount of money. Yeah, but they but the judge uh, reduced their fine to thirty dollars. Oh, okay. Um, because they uh, in court established that ninety nine percent of the damage was not done by the kids, but by the visitors who flocked to. Oh blah, no. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, to to um, uh, following it showing up on TV. They, so they most of the damage was done by the crowd that their work brought in. Yeah, exactly. Wild. And the fine, that thirty dollars fine, was eventually also paid by uh, a TV show that that covered it. And they also the TV show also apparently paid their um, their legal fees. Holy cow! Absolutely wild. People yeah. just wanted that story. Mm-hmm. Now it gets even now then we get further and it gets even like more like this is an art form. For example, in 1992, uh, there was a crop circle making competition that offered a 3000 British pound prize oh, so in the town just, of Berkshire. So at this point, people just know that it's fake and they just want to see who can do the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the winning entry uh, was used with helicopter engineers using rope, pipe, plank, sp- uh, string, a telescopic device and two step ladders. But no helicopters? No. They're helicopter engineers and they didn't use a helicopter for their to get a, a good bird's eye view that's it's gutsy. Yeah. Well done. Uh, the, yeah. So the prize money came from a German magazine. Um, but yeah, it basically, this was basically uh, using like, you know, people's ingenuity to, sh- to make different crops things. And it was basically the, you know, stab in the heart for um, the crop circle. Cause it was 1992. Yeah, so it was because like, na- now people are just having fun with it. No one's taking it seriously anymore. Yep. Um, in 2002, the Discovery Channel also commissioned some crop circles. They were trying to, they basically were looking at the people who were claiming the difference between real and fake crop uh, circles. Okay. So they got some people, uh, they basically got some graduate students to come out and um, from MIT to come out and uh, try to duplicate real crop circles uh-huh. um, uh, as opposed to the fake crop circles made by the people who made all the crop circles. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they, 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 they made this in a documentary called Crop Circles, Mystery in the field. <laughs> That's pretty good though. Mm-hmm. That's a good name. Um, and then it gets next part where capitalism gets involved. Um, oh, no. So starting in the early 1990s, an arts collective by the name of Circle Makers, <laughs> uh, which was founded by Rod Dickinson and John Lindbergh, and also some other people have been creating crop circles in the UK and around the world as part of like a sort of art cl- art thing, but also um, doing it for like different freelancing clients. For example, uh, when Led Zeppelin put out its 1990 box set, which was like a remaster of all of their um, of, of their albums, it featured a picture of a crop circle that they made in a field in Wiltshire. And then, like, you know, in 2009, The Guardian wrote about how crop circles hadn't been showing up in Wiltshire anymore because the people who were making crop circles were becoming commercial and were just making promotional crop <sighs> circles for companies that were paying them. So just like another another nail in the coffin of like, yeah, the aliens aren't visiting because the aliens were actually artists who are now like they're now, now people pro. are paying them to make they're crop now, circles. They're now pro artists. Yeah. Yep. Um, the 2012 Summer Olympics happened in London. And as these are associated with the UK, uh, the British 
Uh, the Olympic people uh, paid some people to make a crop circle of the Olympic rings. Um, <laughs> that uh, that it was made of. It was made so that passengers who were flying into Heathrow Airport could see it from the plane. Oh, uh, that's fun. Yeah, and then also uh, there was a crop circle made of the emblem of the Star Wars Rebel Alliance. <laughs> what? Uh, made in 2017 in Ca- uh, in California by a. Um, this is adorable. A father and his 11 year old son. Uh, they wanted to make a space port for x-wing fighters so they made their own crop circles oh that's so cool (laughs) my heart oh what a good father-son project what a a massive father-son project wow that's amazing and so the people who are still sticking out are pretty sus um the person who actually coined the term crop circles is a guy by the name of colin andrews yeah who used to call his work uh cpri or circles phenomenon research international but then he ran out of money and he couldn't run that anymore mm. so then he started a website called cropcircleinfo.com where he sold powerpoint presentations and cd roms no. about crop circles um but then i went to go check this out and found out that cropcircleinfo.com is also a former website it does oh, not exist anymore it's that he ran out of he for sure ran out of money at that point yeah whoops um yeah it couldn't keep a GoDaddy thing going Mm-mm. um also <laughs> apparently his research methods largely focused around uh psychics and dowsing rods oh okay we've talked about dowsing in previous things but um not the most rigorous scientific methodology yeah and then in 1993 he contacted a guy by the name of Masahiro Kahata, who is a Japanese software engineer who um, measures like brain activity. And he okay. wanted to bring them around and show, uh, make like EGs of people uh, to see if like being near crop circles made their brain do something weird. Oh, and that's interesting. Um, yeah. And he made the claim that it did happen, um, that there was like some strange brain thing that happened that uh, had them reacting to like dowsing rods and stuff like that. Okay. But, uh, and so Andrews thinks that this is like, you know, this shows like dowsing rods are real and also crop circles or something yeah it makes your brain all funky that's got to be something but then nobody can like they he hasn't explained what they are and as far as i can tell Mm. uh people who've reached out to kahata um he kahata um doesn't like he has he does these he he he, what he does is he studies how brains react on sort of like an eeg level to different types of like kind of like psychic phenomenon okay like he um he like in the 70s he did it with people who were doing spoon bending classic john wick so he he claimed that this, he was he bought in on it as well but then uh, another person who is both a science writer and a teacher of magic who's a guy by the name of dorian sagan who is the son of carl sagan oh i've heard of carl he uh he he pointed out that if there's a tightly correlated increase in mental activity while a psychic is bending spoons it's probably because he's nervous he's going to get caught <laughs> What a good conclusion. What a silly conclusion. <laughs> yeah. So That's funny. So so there's two things I think we can make as a takeaway for this whole thing, which is one, the crop circle phenomenon. Um there's very few people left who actually believe in crop circles except for apparently ancient aliens. Yeah. Um I mean, you one and, less now that I know the truth. Yeah, and there's also really no other cause that's been found other than pranksters and uh stone wallabies. <laughs> yeah, stone wallabies. I would even say maybe some of them are pranksters, some of the humans who have done it are pranksters, but I think we've learned that a lot of 
them are just like artists. Yeah. And that's the second really good takeaway is that um, it's resulted in a lot of really cool art. Um, and now it's like a legitimate, like just like fun thing that people do. And I'm like, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. That, like crop circles turn from like this mysterious thing that could be aliens to now like a legitimate art form that everyone kind of bought into. Like that's an interesting cultural yeah. thing that happened. Do you know how, and maybe you don't, I don't really know how Canada is in the fall, but in any place in America that has like cornfields in the fall farmers or whoever will turn those into like corn mazes where people will just like they'll charge people to try to navigate through their a big giant maze um and so they have to like cut it in interesting ways and 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 stuff like that i does that happen in canada at all yeah. Know if, yeah 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 we're not our, our our entire agriculture industry isn't entirely focused on corn like it is in america but yeah, we still have we some do, people yeah. doing it yeah yeah that's all we do here my wife's from indiana so that's all i know is that the, oh yeah that's right. it's basically just a square of corn yeah 100 percent. and so like in that way some there is like some fun art that happens there where you get people creating uh you know these interesting designs in in these you know fields of corn I do wonder, it makes me wonder, and maybe maybe some listeners know this, uh, are there people who intentionally still do, like, not necessarily mazes like that, but do crop circles every year in their big, you know, cornfields uh, just as, like, an art piece? I think that would be really cool to, like, visit some or see some in, in some sort of way. Uh, I just, I think this is all really, really cool. It's got, it's you've totally turned me around because I definitely... I, I felt like it was pranksters, but now I'm leaning into it of like, no, they are creators. They the are line artists. between prank and art is a fine one. Yeah. Um, and it also means that there's like a bunch of participation because if you like go on like Google image search, there's tons and tons of really cool ones. And so you can post your favorite maybe to uh, yeah. our Twitter at props, not aliens. <laughs> Send us your favorite crop circle at props, not aliens on Twitter. Uh, that's a great way to also just keep up with the updates about this show. I, I'm going to, what's it called? I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to, I have a copy here of Chariot of the Gods. If anyone makes a, it's probably not aliens crop circle. There's like the one farmer listening to this podcast. <laughs> I will send you my copy of Chariots of the Gods signed by me. Um, and maybe I can even get Scott to sign it. I'll uh, sign it. Yeah. If you make a, it's probably not aliens in your, as a crop circle. In whatever, <laughs> whatever that means to you, whether that's our incredibly intricate logo, uh, that or might just, be difficult. It's probably not aliens or just right, crop circle. Not, or whatever, whatever you want to do. Maybe you show uh, Al the space potato in a crop circle. Our, our official mascot, Al the space potato. Um Contact us all the places. Uh, <laughs> contact us for whatever reason you want to do that at. Uh, it's it's at Probs and Aliens on Twitter. I think we've said that a bunch now. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can also find us in other places around the internet. Tristan, where can people find you? I am a YouTuber on the YouTube channel Step Back, which is a YouTube channel about history and why it's important. And I just made content, the first video that I had made after having a baby. So I'm like super proud or super like, you know, I made it, I did it. Um, but I'm also Tristan PEJ on Twitter. I don't mention that ever so i thought i'd throw oh, it out that's there that's true yeah 
And I'm also in the process of making a video uh, since my camera recently died and I had to get another one. Uh, but I make videos on YouTube. I'm a YouTuber. Uh, I'm hip. Uh, sorry, I don't make YouTube videos. That's old. I make You're TikToks. You're a TikTok. Yeah, You're a TikTok. 100%. Yeah. Uh, you can find me. Uh, my, my YouTube channel is called NerdSync. N-E-R-D-S-Y-N-C. But I am also on TikTok at Scott Nicewander. Uh, and just all the social media is just at Scott Nicewander. I am also on TikTok and I have made like, like 10 of them one of them is promoting this podcast and three of them were just me like half delusional from the time I had COVID answering the Q&A feature. Perfect. Well, look at that. You, you made a TikTok promoting this podcast and now you made a podcast promoting your TikTok. It all comes full crop circle. Oh, Nailed wow. it. Nailed yeah. it. Hey, thank you for leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts uh, and for all the five-star reviews on Spotify. We really do appreciate it. And we also appreciate you telling your friends about this show. We have a really simple website, probsnotaliens.com. It's got links to every place where people can find us from all the podcast places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like I mentioned, Google Podcasts, uh, uh, other places, I'm sure. It's all there. Uh, and yeah, that's how we grow. Isn't that right? Yeah, we don't have a... Well, we're actually on YouTube now. We should probably promote that. Oh, yes. There, there's a... Because I know there were people, especially in my audience, who specifically wanted uh, um, It's Probably Not Aliens on YouTube so that they could uh, watch it because that's the way they absorb podcasts. Because I guess like the Zoomers, like to them, a podcast is a genre of YouTube video now. It's not... That's so like, wild, yeah. The whole like podcast being a thing on your phone, I guess like came and went. And so now like podcast as YouTube video is a thing. Anyways, I'm sure I, I just waited in all sorts of trouble there. But uh -huh. uh, now it is on YouTube. So if on YouTube. YouTube is the way that you like to watch podcasts, um, if watching podcasts is a thing you do. <laughs> Not that there's much to watch. It's really just our audio file put up in video form, but Tristan makes it look good. Yeah, but you can go to it on YouTube. It's just, just Google or just YouTube search. It's probably not aliens. You'll find it. You'll find it. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Once again, my name is Scott Nicewander. And I'm Tristan Johnson. And until next time, my friends, the truth is out there. Willy Willy. I wasn't expecting a late period Willy Willy caught me off guard.